Welcome to the Treat Your Business podcast with Katie Bell. I am Katie, and this is the place to learn the strategies, tactics, tools, and mindset needed to build your clinical studio into a business that gives you the time, money, energy, and fulfillment you want and deserve. My team and I work every day with overwhelmed and exhausted clinic owners like you to shift them from a business that is a huge time and energy drain and is not giving them the income they want to confident clinic owners that are making money, saving money, and getting time back in their lives. So if this sounds like something you want, let's dive in. This podcast is sponsored by HMDG, the leading digital marketing agency for clinic owners in the UK. Welcome to another episode of the Treat Your Business podcast. I'm your host, and today we are going to be talking and diving into a topic, and we're going to do this this week and on next week's episode as well. But a topic that's absolutely crucial for clinic owners and business owners, and that is the importance of working on your business, not just in your business. We're going to explore what shift in mindset we need to enable us to spend more time working on our business and not feel guilty and not feel bad about it and be able to set some really strong boundaries. But we're also going to discuss the practical strategies for finding the time to make this happen. So let's jump right in. Everything that you're going to hear whenever you're listening to this podcast, we are recording it in November, um, but everything right now on the podcast the blogs that we have got going out, the free masterclasses that we are we are working on and we are delivering is all around this theme. Because as we approach the end of the year, we really encourage our clients to look strategically at the year ahead and make some very clear plans. But to do that, we have to get them out of their business. So I'm very excited because in two weeks' time, we are taking all of our clients to a venue where we are bringing them out of their business for 24 hours and we are getting to work on the game plan, the 2024 game plan. But we've got to do some big reflection. We've got to look at what's gone well in 2023, what we're happy with, what we're not so happy with, what are we tolerating, what are we just accepting as this is how it, sh- how it has to be in our business. And then we're going to pull all of that out of them And we're going to then reset the 2024. And we're going to strategically look at how we are actually going to make that stuff happen. So I have just come back from doing this very thing. And I have just spent seven, seven full days working on my business. So you all know me now. You've been listening to many of these podcasts. I like to back myself into a corner when I do things like this. When I make a decision that, perhaps um, looking at what I want to change within my two businesses and what's gone well and what do I feel has not gone so well and what is it, what's serving me and what's starving me. For me to really get that time away and work on this without any interruptions, you've heard me say this before, I have to leave the country. And this is what I did. I went, I got on a flight, I went to Marseille, I picked up a hire car, I drove into the hills of Provence. I have to say that in a very French way. Um, and I met nine other, yeah, nine other fabulous, fabulous business owners, um, all ladies from across the world. I was the only British person there. It was very, very exciting to bring my British ways to it. Um, but I basically was in a French chateau for five full days. 
and I had a day either side where I was on my own and I worked on my business. Now, when you guys start your business, when we're right in the kind of beginnings, the the young business phase, we're often too flexible with our clients. We consent to things outside of the original agreement with them. We do extra work without charging for it. I've been there. We um, are very available for phone calls on evenings and weekends. We grant unusual requests that are definitely not within the original scope, scope of the work that we decided. And the problem is, once your client load is at full capacity and you have very, very little time, these extra, all these often non-paid demands really take a toll on you and they create resentment. They create frustration, they create anger, and they prevent you from growing your business further and ultimately enjoying your life. And I really remember this feeling back in the early days of running my clinic. I was just, no boundaries, I was way too flexible because I was in a state of lack and fear and I'm just going to have to do everything. I'm in the graft stage of making this business work. And guess what? When I grew my clinic and I've learned all of these amazing things and I've now got an amazing team and basically don't have to do much within my clinic anymore, I then um, started Thrive and I found myself doing the same thing. I found myself over-delivering. I found myself with no boundaries. I found myself wanting to really prove to everybody that I was I cared and I wanted to create this amazing business, but I picked up on it a lot sooner. So I'm, what I'm... The reason I tell you this is because this doesn't mean you're a bad business owner. It doesn't mean that you're failing. It doesn't mean that you are not going to be able to make this change. I have done it. I have seen it happen and I've made the change. And then I went and did it again in a different form. I caught it sooner. I made the change sooner. So what happens when we feel like we're literally just putting out fires and what we're doing is having to focus solely on the immediate, immediate urgent tasks? And they generally just provide short-term, low-impact results. And the solution is to re-evaluate how we use our time. But it's not always easy because we're so busy seeing patients. And I always say, we cannot, you cannot grow your business between client appointments. When I'm in the clinic, I, I literally feel like my business is stagnating. Isn't that an awful word? I feel like I feel like a makes me think of a stagnant pond water. (laughs) But when I'm seeing clients, my business is stagnating because all I'm focusing on is the immediate urgent task in front of me. I'm focusing on my time uh, is worth X amount of pounds, 100 pounds, 50 pounds, 80 pounds, whatever you charge. It's like that time money kind of swap. But when we reevaluate how we use our time, it will allow you to reset and reinforce some of these boundaries with the people in your life, patients and personal, to help you regain some of this valuable time. And I have so many stories and so many of our clinic owners that we work with when they join our program are overworked, they're overwhelmed, they are tired, they are exhausted, they are seeing 50, 60, 70, 80, sometimes 100 patients a week. And I literally physically can feel their exhaustion when we're on a call together. 
But when we gain them some time back, when we give them the confidence to step out of this time, money, swap, then their business starts to grow. And yes, it feels scary and yes, it feels uncomfortable, but that's when you need that support network around you. So you can gain back a really surprising number of hours. And I always hear people say, Katie, I don't have the time. No, no, you you definitely do. Like you really, really do have the time. It's just how you're choosing to spend your time at the moment. So when we've got this surprising number of hours, and I promise you that it is a surprising number of hours back, we can use it for the vision. We can use it for strategizing. We can we can use it for Im- implementing those important longer term tasks. Which are the ones that make the most significant impact on the long term growth of your business? The ones that are going to allow you to enjoy your life again. Now, when we start out, when we were a new business, time is your greatest currency. In fact, I'm going to rehash that. Time is just your greatest currency, period. Whether you're a new business owner or a long in the tooth business owner, and it should be prized above all else. Not every minute of you how you not every minute of how you currently use your day is equal in value or has equal value. When you first start your business, all hands on deck, get what you need to get done, you grind it out, you rinse and repeat, and you go in the following day, you do exactly the same, you do another juggling 15 balls in the air just to get past that kind of like startup phase. You do anything that's required because survival depends on you and you only. I get it. But for those of you who are listening, who are wanting to reach that next level of your business, maybe grow your business from 2K a month revenue to 10K a month revenue, and maybe you're a 10K business owner and you want to go to the next level and you want to make multiple six figures in your business, that mode of operandi no longer applies and it has to stop. And we talk about what's got you here is not what's going to get you there. The way you use your time to get to where you are in your business now isn't going to get you to where you want to be, that next, that bigger level. And what's required is a shift in our thinking about how we use our time, which is our most precious commodity. And this shift is based on the understanding that not every activity that you do, not every task or project that you work on provides an equal return on investment. So there are some things that you're going to be currently doing in your business that are worth 100 quid an hour, 500 pound an hour, thousand pound an hour, thousand or more pounds per hour that truly only you can do in your business. These are what we call in Thrive EGAs, exponential growth activities. They are the things that, that are in your unique brilliance that only you can do. Give you an example for for me in um in, in Thrive is this podcast, okay? Yes, I can have guest speakers on, but this is my, this is what I love to do. In Thrive, when I'm delivering group strategy days, when I've got people in front of me in a room where we're creating the energy and we're creating massive transformations, and I can make every single person in that room feel like they are the only person in that room, I might feel like I'm blowing my own trumpet here. I'm not, I'm just telling you, That is my zone of genius. That is my area of unique brilliance. 
But to do that, I have to work out all of the NEGAs, so the non-exponential growth activities, basically all the shit that you don't want to do that you still do it. That you could pay somebody else £15 an hour, maybe even £30 an hour to do for you. These are non-exponential growth activities. Now, understanding the difference in this is what can get you free. Non-exponential growth activities are usually those things that are um, immediate gratification activities, something that needs to get done, but doesn't really add long-term growth of the business, doesn't really add to the long-term growth of the business. Whereas conversely, EGAs are long-term, big vision-based business development activities, slower gratification projects, which is always hard when you're a high achiever, like you all are listening to this podcast and we want it now. Well, in fact, I wanted it yesterday. It takes more time and it will require your expertise, your mastery to accomplish rather than something you can quickly delegate. And when you make a list of all of these tasks that you currently work on in an average week and you add next to each each item, the pound amount or euros or dollars or wherever you listen to this from that you could pay somebody else to complete these tasks, you'll notice that the EGAs are worth far more in the long term of your business than the non-EGAs, for obviously for obvious reasons. You'll also have massive insights as to where your time is going. As I said earlier, it's not that you don't have time to get everything done. Just working on the wrong things. And every business owner falls into this trap in cycles. I have, like, all transparency here. I get really good at it and then I get really shit at it for a bit. And then I have to go, Whoa, what am I doing? I've gone back into old habits because my programming, programming, my deep rooted like generational belief system, we're going a bit woo here, I need Philippa with me when I'm talking about this stuff. My generational programming is uh, work ethic, is drive. We work hard to make money. We don't stop. We work six, seven days a week. And we are, success is based on how hard we work. That is the, like, seven generations back. This has come through to me and loads of spiritual stuff that I've been working on. So it's easy for even me to forget this stuff and go back to doing all of those non-exponential growth activities. And then I go, whoa, okay, need to stop, need to reset, go to Provence for seven days, drink fabulous wine. I mean, that wasn't obviously mandatory, but I felt like it was important to experience the whole culture Um, and to get myself out. And I did exactly this. I wrote a list of tolerances. This is something we're going to be working with our clients on next week when we get together. We are going to get them to sit in a room and we're going to make them think about what they are tolerating in their professional life and their personal life. (gasps) It's going to be good. It's going to be so good. But when we have that realisation and when we pull ourselves out of the busyness and the craziness, and I get it, and the number of clients that you've got to see and all these balls that you're juggling at the moment, when we have that realisation that you can that can help you make decisions about you what you will and will no longer do and allow you to be ruthless about how you're going to use your time going forward, 
we can then create these non-negotiable EGA days. Maybe a day feels too big a stretch for you right now. Maybe it is like, Katie, all I can give to this is half a day, a month. Okay, your growth is going to be slower. Your life is going to be more painful. (laughs) I'm joking. I mean, it probably will be. The more that you can have these non-negotiable times where literally nothing else happens. When I was working on my business in in Provence, I I was not on my phone. I was not on social media. I was not on my emails. I was out. I was in my journal. I was in a room with women and I had to take all distractions away. And we were asked big, deep questions that made me think about my life and my business and what's great and what's not great and what I need to change. So yes, we can talk all day long about strategy and the how and like, well, how do I need to make this happen? But first of all, we've got to figure out where we're spending our time and what we're going to tolerate and what we're not anymore. So when we have these EGA days, this is how you leverage your time and your business. Because it's really difficult to do this in between clients. So dealing with the now is a different type of thinking than that of being strategic and planning the future. To grow, we've got to we've got to now shift your thinking and habits so as to create more uninterrupted blocks of time for these exponential growth activities. These are the ones that are going to set you free from the cage and the treadmill of clients that you might feel like you're in. And I've been using these EGA days right from the beginning. Like when I first opened my clinic, I used to have days where I would block them out and I, it was just me because hey, there was nobody else in the business at the time. And I would go to a place um, that's in the countryside in the Peak District, not very far from the house, 20 minutes. And I would take my notebook and I would have a whole day where I wasn't t- thinking about the minutiae. I was looking at my business from the bigger picture, the bigger vision. And then as my business started to grow and grow and grow and grow, I started having more of these EGA times where now I take a whole week out of the business. I have my COO coming up to Sheffield next Wednesday, in fact, and we have a full EGA day. We're going to be talking about that bigger picture thinking. We're going to be projecting into next year. We're going to check that it's aligning with the vision and aligning with what we really want to create and our mission and what we're here to do. And then we can pull out the strategy and the how and all the minutiae around that. The more blocks of time that you create for business development, rather than just putting out fires or working on the immediate tasks, the more serious traction you will experience like I have experienced in my businesses. The business owners that we mentor, that we coach, that we guide, that we support, always this is always the biggest challenge. We've got to get them out. We've got to get them out, but still retain the income. Those who follow the process, those who trust in the process, experience the biggest increase in revenue. And it's not all about the money. They experience the biggest increase in time back so that they're more present with their family and their friends and their kids and their dog and their chihuahua, whatever it is that is the most important people to them. And when you create more of these kind of non-negotiable time blocks in your diary, you'll feel like you're more in flow. 
in terms of actioning your marketing ideas or projects that aren't necessarily urgent, that, but those that would significantly drive your business forwards. It helps you, this uninterrupted time helps you be intentional about the long game of your business. Why are you running this business? Rather than trying to squeeze it in between each patient through the day. Or one of the biggest challenges that I always used to find, and I just scrapped this really early on, was that I would have um, half a day of patients and then half a day of an EGA day. And I was like, okay, I'm doing great. I'm blocking this time in. This is, this is what I'm meant to be doing. This is all really good. And then I just basically didn't do anything because am I the, the headspace that you need to be in when you're seeing clients and when you're doing EGAs is like two totally different headspaces. And I found it really difficult to flip between the two, which is why now on a Tuesday, I see clients, I teach classes, nothing else. Don't even open my emails, don't look at my Slack channel, don't even go on my phone because I'm like, I'm just, I'm just here for my clients today. That is the headspace I need to be in to deliver the best value and to, to be of best service to my clients. But I can't then have half a day where I'm like, okay, now I'm out the third and out the treatment room. We're going to think about the big picture and where I want to be in five years. Brain is just not there for it. So I have to just separate those out. And I had to have clinic time one day, and then I had to have my EGA stuff happening on another day. I had a, a client recently. Um, he'll be listening to this. I'm not going to name who he is. He'll know who he is. He is gorgeous, and I love him. But we... When he first came on, on into Thrive, he was doing 100 plus patients a week. He physically is exhausted. He was mentally exhausted. And he was trying to split his time between being a dad, being a cl clinic owner, being a physio, being the accountant, be being everything to everybody. And the person that was really being affected was him. He was consistently busy working with patients. Great. He was me. Like you do the maths, hundred times hundred quid. It's, it's a great wage in a week. But he was absolutely exhausted. So the first thing that we did is we looked at his. We looked at his diary and we looked at how we were going to streamline this and how we were going to pull him out. And we had to do the metrics because his brain was like, "This is too scary for me." And I said, "Let's do the maths. If you come out of clinic this this many hours." If we just purely look at it from what you're going to lose, not all the gain, but just the loss, can you sustain that for one month? He said, yeah. I said, can you sustain it for two months? Yeah. Okay. So what we've got to do in the next eight weeks is replace that income without you having to be the one that makes it like in the treatment room. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's the plan. So we can be metric driven because our brain, sometimes that can be helpful. But then what started to happen is that we were very clear to his practice manager, do not schedule patients in on this day, like absolutely non-negotiable. Block it out. I used to have to old school paper diary, scribble it out in biro so heavily that it was absolutely impossible for me to edit it or like change it in, or add patients in. Do whatever you need to do to block that time out. And at first he really resisted it. How will I make more money if I'm not working with patients? How will I make more money if I'm not working with patients on this, this one day that you're asking me to be out of it? It doesn't make sense to me. But very quickly, he realized and he experienced that that block of time he now had to focus on his business development, on his marketing, on setting up his um, referral systems with some local consultants 
with uh, interviewing and bringing new people into his team. And he his key strengths when we do his strengths test with him is all about um, teaching and coaching. And where his unique brilliance is, is having a team that he can teach and he can impart his amazing knowledge to. But he wasn't using it because he's just with patients all the time. When he was able to actually put these initiatives in place, it all of a sudden he was like, well, I'm not, my accounts and I'm not losing any money. How I, I don't understand because I'm not seeing the number of patients that I were. But oh, I was. But this is where we stop exchanging time and money and we, do, we stop swapping them and we start looking at spending one hour on making a connection with a local consultant who is then going to send you five, 10, 15, 20 grand of work in a year. That's a 20,000 pound an hour job. And at the time, he was the only person that should do that in his business. So it can work, it will work. And it just allowing you that space to think about where you want your business to go and where it's not serving you and where it's starving you. That just that space in itself will allow that creativity to come through. And the Pareto principle is alive and well in how you use your time. And I think about this all the time. When I discovered this 80-20 rule, which, which is called the Pareto principle, I began seeing it everywhere, like in my personal life, um, in, in, in my gym workout, in the food that I ate, in my sleep patterns, in where I spend my money, in what I was doing in my in my day-to-day work. And it's basically 20%, I wear 20% of my shoes 80% of the time. Hang on. This does not mean I'm going to get rid of the other 80%. I'm a shoe lover. I don't care if I only wear them 5% of the time. They're fabulous shoes. Anyway, my grocery cart or like your, you know, your your cart that you stick things in online only varies about 20% because we generally will order the same bulk of standard food in a week. And then if you think about it in your business, most of us, 20% of the tasks are the ones that I really enjoy versus the 80% where I don't really. But 80% of my time is spent on all the tasks I don't really enjoy doing. 20% of our marketing activities often bring you about 80% of your clients. 20% of your clients often are the ones that will refer most consistently. So this is a real breakthrough because when you realize that the way that you use your time in your business detects how much your business grows. If 20% of my activities were what really drove the business forward significantly, well, 80% didn't have the same impact or value, why am I still doing them? Why am I still busy being busy on the 80%? If I use my time simply, really simply, to do more of the activities on the 20% list, my business would just grow. And I'm now created loads more time. So what was I wait what are you wasting or what was I wasting my valuable time on things that didn't produce anywhere near the results that other stuff did? And what would happen if I just transitioned, not saying you need to do this today or tomorrow or overnight, but if I just transitioned to using exponentially more of my time on the things that did create those bigger transformational results in the business. 
by getting rid of some, if not all, of these non-exponential growth activities that bought you really rubbish and mediocre results anyway and replacing them with the exponential growth activities that previously only took up 20% of my time, you then create what we call the compound effect. Do less, better. Warren Buffett says, the difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything. I feel like I want to drop the mic and walk away. If I had a mic, I would do that. <laughs> so I want you to take this week because we're going to be focused on this over the next like four or five episodes. I want you to really take this week to write down for a week track where am I, what am I spending my time on? Everything and anything, personally and professionally. And of those activities, highlight, start, circle, whatever you need to do are the ones that really make a difference to the number of clients that come through the door and the amount of money that you make. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. I can't wait to be back next week where we're going to continue with this theme and really dive into kind of the mindset and think about our boundaries and our barriers and our self-worth. See you then. Thanks so much for listening to this show. Remember, content consumption does not make changes. So commit to doing something from today's episode. Maybe it's taking action on what we talked about, or maybe it's reaching out to me and learning more about our transformational coaching programs. Or if you have not yet, join our free Treat Your Business Facebook group for free access to over 30 business masterclasses. All of that is over at thrive-businesscoaching.com or linked in the show notes. And the last favor I will ask, because social proof is endlessly important, is to leave a rating or review. I would love to know what you think of the show, how the show has been helpful for you. And I can't wait to chat with you. This is just the start of our conversation. Reach out so we can keep it going. Talk soon.